Welcome to Life, a podcast all about living in full expression. I am your host, Farron Drew Thompson, and I'm here to share my experiences as they continue to unfold in this life to support you in yours. I'm inherently curious, and I created this show to explore my own human evolution, learn from others, and create a community in which we can all dive deeper into discovering our truest, most authentic selves. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Really quickly before we get into the show, I wanted to share some very exciting news, which is that my ebook, Nourish, has been re released and is available for purchase on the website. It features 44 plant based recipes, everything from breakfast to sides, soup, salads, mains, and sweets, desserts, and sauces as well. Almost forgot that one. When it was initially released in 2020, it made its way into the homes and hearts of many, many community members, and it has been something that many families have treasured, and I'm so excited to be releasing it from the vault, <laughs> like Disney, and making it available for purchase again just in time for the holidays. If you're looking for a gift for somebody who's wanting to learn how to cook, get back into the kitchen. The recipes are super simple and as the title would suggest, very nourishing as well. So I will leave the link in the show notes and please let me know if you have any questions. Please share if you make any of the recipes. I'm so excited to be sharing this with all of you. Happy holidays. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to an all new episode of Life. I am currently sitting in my living room staring at my beautiful Christmas tree, and I realize I haven't actually spent that much time just sitting here and admiring it. It is so beautiful, and one of my favorite things to do is to look at the collection of ornaments that we have. There are so many ones that have been given to us by family members or that we've collected ourselves, and it's just so beautiful and so special. And actually, it just kind of ties into what this whole episode is about, which is about creating the time to sit down and create space for yourself every day through the holidays to allow you to be more present. I think either the holidays can be super challenging or super joyful or anywhere in between. And no matter what you're experiencing right now, we either want to speed through the holidays or we want them to freeze in time so that we can savor every second. And either way, I find that coming back to yourself and tuning into yourself and tuning into the present moment can be a really powerful tool in being able to have gratitude and to move through this period of time with peace and ease and just allow yourself to be in whatever kind of mood you're in and whatever kind of experience you're in. And it's only fitting that I'm talking about this because as of last Thursday night, I am officially a meditation teacher, which is so exciting and so not where I thought my career trajectory would go. I never envisioned being a meditation teacher, but now that I am one, 
it feels so right and so aligned and so natural. And I'm so excited because later in this episode, I will be guiding everyone through a loving kindness meditation just to practice some compassion and some love and some gratitude, both for yourself and others, and to really help kind of nourish you during this holiday season. Before we get into that, I really wanted today's episode to be all about holiday traditions and sharing holiday traditions from our community. And I created a little call out on Instagram last week and asked for people to submit their holiday traditions. I just love something about talking about this with people. I find it so fun and just like lights me up. And anytime I have a chance, like I just was asking my father-in-law what his favorite childhood memory was from Christmas. And I love hearing about different things. And when we were young, we would go to Christmas parties or Hanukkah parties and like getting to witness the way that people like friends of ours moved through the holiday season was endlessly fascinating to me and so exciting. Is anyone else like that? Or is that just me? Anyways, I started talking to a friend about this recently at my sister's house over the weekend. And I really wanted to invite all of you to share the holiday traditions that are so special to you. And so I put a call out on Instagram and I got one response. (laughs) And I thought, you know what, rather than throw in the towel and not share anything like this, I thought I'd just be totally transparent. Say, you know what, if you're an entrepreneur or you're, you know, trying to reach out to community and you don't hear back, please don't take it personally. People are so busy this time of year. I know that, but I was delighted to get one response and I'm going to share my favorite holiday tradition as well. So I'm going to start with our community member, Anna, who wrote in and she said, well, she said a few little traditions here, which is so lovely. She says, we give gifts that are secondhand, a book for each family member, love that idea, an album for each family member, and also prioritize a handmade gift. Oh my gosh, this sounds wonderful. We each open a gift on Christmas Eve. We spend long moments of gratitude on Christmas Eve and at Christmas dinner. Christmas morning, we only open stockings and then stretch out the day and open gifts in the afternoon. If no one's coming over, it's understood that we will all be in pajamas until an evening walk, lots of snuggling, favorite foods, and gratitude, fire, and candles. Oh my gosh, my face. I'm like, that sounds so magical. And similarly to Anna and my family, we also split the stockings and the presents on Christmas. We open the stockings first thing in the morning, and then we often, my parents are separated. So when my dad lived in the same city as us and when we were younger, we would go to my dad's house after the stockings at my mom's and then we would come back and do presents at my mom's house after. But I like splitting up the day a bit so you can kind of savor it through the whole day. But Anna, thank you so much for writing in if you're listening and for sharing with all of us. And I wanted to share my favorite holiday tradition. I have actually two, but I'll start with the first one, which is something that I've done other than the last few years, every year for as long as I can remember. And although my family's not religious, we used to go to church every Christmas Eve at around 5 p.m. And they had a very child and family friendly pageant where they had live animals like a camel and donkeys. It was pretty wild. And 
we would go for an hour and we would sing all kinds of Christmas carols and watch the pageant and all the kids sing in the choir. And it just made us feel so magical. And even on the years when, you know how sometimes there's a year, those years when you feel like you can't quite get into the holiday spirit. Well, even on those years when the lights would turn down and the music would start, my sister and I would hold hands and we would just kind of smile so big and say like, now it feels like Christmas. Now I feel like I'm in the spirit of the holidays and it's so magical. Something about singing in a group like that too is so special and it just lights my soul up. Like even as I'm talking about this, I feel, I can feel that energy and there's something about singing in a group that is so powerful and moving and now that I'm getting older my sister and I always joke we cry at absolutely everything (laughs) I feel like an old lady because my grandma used to do this my mom does this too sometimes but now like a beautiful Christmas carol and like the power of so many people singing together can bring me to tears because it's so beautiful and yeah now that I don't live in Toronto anymore, we don't go to the church anymore. We haven't in the last few years, but hopefully one day we can go back again because it was so beautiful. And then after that, we go to our family friend's house for a Christmas Eve party that they have every single year. And they used to be our next door neighbors, but now they live down the street from my mom. And they have the most beautiful feast, like a whole fish and beautiful cheeses and breads and salads and cauliflower roasted and it's just it's like chef's kiss like the dreamiest feast you could ever imagine they have mulled wine simmering on the stove and then one of their family friends is a brilliant pianist and at the end of the night we all gather around the piano in their back room and we sing carols they have these caroling books and we we shout out requests and then um, our family friend's grandfather always wants us to read this special passage aloud and so we read it aloud and it's just it's something we've done since we were super little and then before midnight before Santa would come when we were younger we would make sure to traipse home through the snow if it had snowed that year and get cozy into bed before midnight and that's actually something I still did when I lived in Toronto a couple of years ago I would get home before midnight and make sure to tuck myself into bed so that was about 15 different traditions but it's all part of one in my mind and then the second one that I just adore doing that's more recent is one year maybe five years ago I decided that I wanted to be the person who made homemade cinnamon buns and had them to wake up to in the morning and so I must have decided a few days before Christmas Eve got all the ingredients maybe did the first proof on the dough which sounds very intense but it's actually a lot easier than it sounds and then once we were at the Christmas Eve party I ducked out before my family I left everyone singing in the back room and just ducked out into the snow and walked home and put on a Christmas movie at home, rolled out the dough, filled it with the butter and the brown sugar and the cinnamon, rolled it up and tucked it in overnight to do the second proofing so that in the morning I could just pop it in the oven and we wake up to the smell of cinnamon buns. And then when we woke up, I would make extra and then I'd bring them to our family friend's house and we'd walk over there and drop them off in the morning. And it's just become this lovely tradition that I didn't grow up doing, but that I just look forward to it every single year. And it's super, super special. So I hope that 
if you enjoy listening to holiday traditions that you enjoyed these two or five or 15 or however many it was that I just shared plus Anna's. And now we're kind of going to shift over to the meditation portion of the episode. And today I'm going to be guiding you through a couple of different styles of meditation. The first is mindfulness of the breath, which is a really beautiful way to tune into the present moment just by observing your breath and its natural pace. Then we'll open ourselves up to a mindfulness of sounds meditation, just noticing sounds in our environment, adding another dimension to that feeling of being present. And then we're going to move into a somewhat non-traditional loving kindness meditation. So if you've practiced loving kindness meditation before, this is not (laughs) a traditional interpretation of it, rather a more condensed version that really focuses on love and gratitude for self and the people that we love, which I think is a really beautiful thing to practice every day, but especially during the holidays. During the holidays, we could be spending time with family members or friends or loved ones or in-laws who we maybe don't see all the time. It can be a little bit overwhelming. There could be a lot of different voices, different opinions, lots of noise. Maybe we're not sleeping in the place that we're used to. Maybe we're not kind of um, in the practice of doing those routines and rituals that keep us feeling so good. And so I find just taking a few minutes to yourself every day can transform the way you move through the holidays and a loving kindness meditation I thought would just be a really lovely place to start and ultimately I want this little meditation track to be a tool that you can come back to again and again and use it as a way to have someone hold your hand and say yes create this time for yourself you're not doing it all by yourself and doing kind of a self-guided meditation but that you have my voice to anchor to and if you're newer to meditation before we start I just want to say that it can be challenging the first few times that you meditate it can be challenging even if you're a seasoned meditator there are days when you're going to feel more distracted than others and so if you find your mind wandering please know first of all that that is totally natural and you're going to be able to begin using those thoughts and those distractions as an invitation back to your breath. And I want to remind you that at any point during any meditations that I guide, you can always come back to either my voice or your breath as an anchor. I want you to think of this kind of as like a child's pose in yoga that we're going to be moving through a bunch of different exercises throughout the meditation. But if it ever becomes too much or you feel like you've kind of gone lost astray, you can always come back to your breath, no matter what we're doing, just focusing on your breath or come back to my voice and what I'm saying. And those can really be grounding and help move you through. The other thing that I wanted to say before we begin is that sometimes, especially if we're newer to meditation, in the kind of stillness that we create for a meditation practice, so much can emerge. If you are a regular practicer, practicer, I don't know if that's a word. If you regularly practice yoga, you might recognize this feeling that sometimes tears will come when we're practicing yoga and you might not even know why. And there's such a powerful shift that happens sometimes when we just create the space just to connect with ourselves. So be aware that sometimes things that we've pushed down or that we've avoided thinking about because it's too painful can come up during meditation. And I always want everyone to feel comfortable in my meditations. And if something comes up, 
you can move through it in any way that feels right, but know that you can always open your eyes or get up and move around and pause. You know, this is just meant to be a support to you. So listen to yourself first. And with that being said, let's find our way to a super comfortable position anywhere you'd like. And once you've found that position, gently close your eyes or lower your gaze. And before we kind of sink in, I invite you to take any movements that feel very good to you right now, big or small, whatever feels good. And just allow this to flow through you intuitively. Maybe you're rolling your wrist, your ankles. Maybe you've gotten up out of your seat and you're touching your toes. Whatever feels good. And when you feel like you've moved enough, come back to that seated position, allowing your hands to rest in your lap. Let's begin our practice by taking a few deep breaths together here. Breathing in. And sighing it out. Breathing in. Sighing it all the way out. Two more just like that. Breathe in. And release. Breathe in, let this be your deepest one yet, and sigh it all the way out, releasing anything that you no longer need that came with you today. And now just allowing your breath to return to its natural pace. We're going to begin our meditation just by observing our breath, just noticing how it feels as it moves in and out of our body. You can focus on this specifically at the nostrils, how the breath feels as it moves in and out. Perhaps it feels cool on the way in and warmer on the way out. Or you can also notice this in your chest or in your stomach, and you're welcome to place your hand on your chest or your stomach to connect deeper to that breath and notice how it feels physically as it moves in and out. Notice the tendency to attempt to control our breath to elongate it or make it deeper now that we have a gaze on it. And the challenge here is really just to allow it to exist in its natural state without altering it at all, just observing it. I always find this a funny exercise because I never realize how shallow I breathe until I'm really observing my breath. And it's really challenging not to alter it at all or make it deeper or longer or bigger, but just allow it to be. And if your mind has wandered somewhere else, allow a smile to come to your face, recognizing that this is totally normal. And use each distraction, each thought, as an invitation to come back, back to your breath, 
back to my voice, back to this present moment. Let's expand our awareness out now to notice any sounds that are in your environment, perhaps noises that are totally familiar to you, a pet adjusting themselves on the ground or a loved one in the next door room. Is it possible just to observe the sound without attaching any meaning to it? Not wondering why it's happening or who's making it. Rather just noticing that it's a sound and that you're hearing it. Tuning now into any more subtle sounds that are around you. Maybe it's the hum of a radiator or the buzz of a light. Can you notice a sound that you would otherwise not notice in your day-to-day -day life because you're busy? But now that we've created the stillness, can you attune yourself to the more subtle sounds? And now let's bring our awareness to ourselves. And let's give ourselves a moment of gratitude for being here, for creating this space, for actually sitting down and taking some time to connect to ourselves. So much of the struggle of meditating that people can run into, including me, is actually just finding the time and prioritizing ourselves enough to create this space and so I'm so glad you're here and let's create a moment of gratitude just to recognize the power in that choice that you made today allow that feeling to grow inside of you that feeling of gratitude that feeling of love Allow it to feel warm and to expand. I feel this in my chest. Notice where you're feeling this in your body. And sometimes I envision this gratitude, this warmth as a glowing light. I want you to envision that light now expanding and moving to light up every single part of you from the tips of your toes to the top of your head and everywhere in between allow that feeling to grow and feel yourself glow with such warmth such good energy that you're barely able to contain it within your being now I want you to picture your loved ones I want you to picture them standing before you for me I often envision them in a circle surrounding me but whatever comes through in your mind is just right and I want you to shine this light 
of warmth and love and gratitude out to each and every one of them. Picture their faces and send this loving kindness to each and every one of them. And once you've done that, notice that each and every one of them is now lit up, just like you. And that they are glowing their light back to you. Each one of them beaming love and warmth, gratitude, compassion, back to you. Can you feel it? Allow that lovely light to immerse you in such a wonderful feeling. And when you feel so calm, so full of love, so full of light, we need to tune back into this present moment by focusing back to your breath. Feeling as it moves in and out of your nostrils. As your chest or belly rises and falls. And notice now how you feel in your body. Do you feel different than when we started? Perhaps you feel more open, more warm, more relaxed. Perhaps you don't. Perhaps you feel nothing at all. And know that all of that is okay. Taking a few more breaths here. And then you can begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes and carry this loving kindness, this beautiful feeling of gratitude throughout the rest of your day. Thank you for being here with me.